You are listening to the weekly podcast of Impact Worship Center in Mableton, Georgia. We pray you enjoy today's message. For a brief but predetermined moment in time, your attention is called to 2 Timothy. 2 Timothy, verse 1, and we're going to read verses... 1 through 5. 1 Timothy. I'm sorry, 2 Timothy. 2 Timothy. Chapter 1, verses 1 through 5. Y'all get me to say, Bishop, type that in there. I ain't got it. 2 Timothy, am I right? The scripture reads, Paul, an apostle of Christ Jesus, by the will of God, in keeping with the promise of life, that is in Christ Jesus. To Timothy, my dear son, grace, mercy, and peace from God, the Father of Christ Jesus, our Lord. I thank God, whom I serve, as my ancestors did, with a clear conscience, as night and day, I constantly remember you, Timothy, in my prayers. Recalling your tears, I long to see you so that I may be filled with joy. I am reminded of your sincere faith, which first lived in your grandmother Lois and in your mother Eunice. And I am persuaded now lives in you also. Let's read verse 5 again. I am reminded, Timothy, of your sincere faith, which first lived in your grandmother, Lois, and in your mother, Eunice, and I am persuaded now lives in you. For a brief but predetermined moment in time, I want to teach from this theme and topic, the seed of a mother's faith. The seed of a mother's faith. Can you put that in the atmosphere with you? Someone say, the seed of a mother's faith. You may be seated in the presence of our living Lord. I want to say again with great excitement and intense sincerity, happy Mother's Day. You know, Mother's Day is up there with Easter and Christmas. Y'all trying to give Jesus some competition. Mothers are indeed a gift from God. Their patience, nurturing, unwavering, and unyielding love helps to cultivate a child's perspective as to how God sees us from above. God is patient with us. God nurtures us. He even wipes and washes mess off of us. And yes, God never stops loving us. Through a mother's touch, we experience a glimpse of the God kind of love. 
a love that is patient, a love that is enduring, a love that is both supportive and sacrificial. Someone say, thank God for mama. Oh, say it with some conviction, put some emphasis, put some spank on it. Say, thank God for mama. In our text, Paul is writing a letter of encouragement to his young mentee in the gospel, Pastor Timothy. He says, Tim, I miss you. I'm always praying for you. The last time we saw each other, it was an emotional and tearful departure. I can't wait to see you again, Tim. I often reflect on how sincere you are when it comes to your faith. You take your calling and the work of the Lord seriously. I first saw this godly faith and commitment in your grandmother Lois and in your mother Eunice. And now, Timothy, I see it in you. As a result of the faith seeds they have sown, you have grown into a mighty man of God. Timothy, because your father was a Greek who did not, who had, who had not yet been converted, he didn't teach you the faith. But your grandmother Lois and your mother Eunice were born into the Jewish faith and later became Christians under my ministry. They were a part of one of the first churches I established, uh, the Impact Church of Lystra. The Impact Church of Lystra. The Impact Church of Lystra. They were on every Tuesday morning corporate prayer call. They tuned in to our Maximum Impact Wednesday virtual session. They came to church every Sunday morning and they brought young Tim to Blaze Youth Ministry. Tim, your grandmother... And your mother worshiped God with their time, their talent, and their treasure, their self, their service, and their substance. And these seeds were sown into you, and now you have grown into a man that God is using to perform his great will in the earth. Timothy! The principle that your grandmother and mother are even teaching us today is that what a mother sows will determine how her child grows. I'm going to stop, let that simmer, and push rewind. What a mother sows will determine how her child grows. So, Mother, I want to ask you one of the most important questions you've ever been asked in your life, and that's this. What are you sowing into your child? Mothers who are under the vibration of my voice, and even surrogate mothers and aunties who have motherly influence over children. The question is, what are you sowing to your child. Are you sowing fear or faith? 
Are you sowing hope or hopelessness? Are you sowing confidence or insecurity? Mother, are you sowing the ways of the world or the ways of the word of God? Mothers, are you sowing the promise of their future or the pain of your past? Because what you sow into the soil of your child's heart will determine how they grow. Mama, the words you speak over your child are powerful seeds. Your example is a seed. Your prayers are seeds that will help your child grow into the one who God has called them to be. I'm reminded of my mother and how she was and remains to be a praying woman. Sometimes mama would wake us up out of our sleep. She would be in the den and we would be in our room in a dead sleep and we would hear her calling out our name. God bless my son. Arthur T. Jones Jr., God bless my baby boy. Ardell Torrance Jones, God bless my daughter. Chantel Tanisha Jones, do not allow the hands of the enemy to grip their life. Cause them to be able to evade and avoid the hands of perversion. God, give them a heart and a mind to seek you early in life. Oh, this is so powerful. And it takes us to a very important principle, and that's this. When you have God's ear, when a mother has God's ear, you can always trust her voice. I want to say that one more time. Hear me and hear me well. When a mother has God's ear, you can always trust her voice. When she has God's ear, her spiritual reality will always surpass her emotional capacity. And she won't advise you based upon the realm of manipulation but she will advise you based upon the fact that God has told her he is going to perform a miracle in your life. Mother, your son is not your husband. Mother, your daughter is not your competition. You should be your daughter's godly example and you should be a visual monument of what your son should one day have in a wife oh lord have mercy y'all fighting me like that listen mother you gotta be careful how you treat and talk to your son both single mothers and mothers who are married. You can't pull off on that boy's daddy 
because now you hate the decision you made to have a baby with him. Because at the end of the day, men have control over relationships or access to marriage, but you have control over access to sex. She said, say it again, so I'm going to say it one more time. Because I know folk don't talk to you like this in church. He has control over whether you get mad or not. It's the most foolish thing I've ever seen to see women get on their knees and ask for a man's hand in marriage. And if some of you have done it, I'm sorry, but you're out of order. Men don't like to be hunted. Not a real man. <laughs> I'm going to get in trouble. But they, they in children's church. My wife knows I don't like for her to rub down my back too far. Okay. Bump y'all. Every man who knows what I'm talking about, will you please stand? I don't want you to hold my hand for too long, brother. And when you are rubbing my back, wife, that, that, you, don't go down too far. Because you might get punched inadvertently, you know, just, just, just certain things. Thank you, brothers. Thank you. Lord, I'm way off script. I'm about to get in trouble. I don't, I don't, I don't think I'll preach a, a good sermon unless I get in trouble at least three times. So this is my first time getting in trouble on the day. That boy's not your husband. And stop manipulating and entangling his heart. He will always have a heart for you, mama. And if you manipulate him today, you will learn that it is possible for him to resent you and still love you. I get out of that. I get out of that. But did you hear what I just said? And, 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 and mama, stop dressing up. And going to the club with your daughter. She ain't your competition. Now, some of y'all got it going on. Don't get it twisted. I mean, some of y'all, some of y'all already saw there and you look good. You 50 and you holding that thing together, but but you shouldn't be 50 years old and you walk around with all your because when you get like that, you're gonna attract dogs. Because men will pursue what you promote. Lord, how did he get here? You try, I don't know, I just always keep attracting dogs. Well, that's the sense you're giving off. And he's chasing you because he's picking up on your, oh, on your whole sense. Is that too much, Brian? Is that too much? Is that too, I'm trying to help you. So if you want to pick up a different kind of dog, stop giving off that scent. There was a young lady. I'm, I'm, out, I'm out there. I might as well be out there. Now I'm out there. Now I might as well be out there. I'm out, I might as well be out there. There was a young lady who put up a, a post couple of years back on my Facebook post, because I was trying to figure out if there was a new cultural trend 
with women going out into public with no bras on. Anybody ever seen that? Yeah, women, you seen that? Men, men, have you seen it? Because they ain't going to talk to me because these sisters, they stick together. Men, have you seen it? Walking around in Walmart and Target in the mall with no bra on and just shaking and jiggling and you can see nipple prints. And then if you look too long as a man, because we are attracted by what we see, you are attracted by what we say. When we look at you too long, you nasty. Well, I ain't blind. But I put something on Facebook and I said, is this a new trend with women walking around with their breasts exposed? And this woman replied to me, these my TTs. That's what she put. In the comment, and I wanted to get her, Lord, I wanted to get her so bad. I wanted to get her. I wanted to tell her, yes, that may be yours, but please remember and know that men will play with them, but husbands will never marry them. So until you begin to conduct yourself like a wife, you will never attract a husband. You may attract men who will sleep with you and who will tell you what they know you need to hear in order for the the drop. But it won't be long before you get ghosted. Did I say that right? Ghosted? Because men will do what men do. But in order to be a wife, you must do what must be done. Which is to act, not just like a woman, but to act like a wife. A help me. A support structure. Someone who understands her strength and understands that being submissive ain't got nothing to do with being weak. Being submissive ain't got nothing to do with being weak. As a matter of fact, as men, we have the ultimate submission. Bible says, wives, submit to your husband. Show them respect. The Bible also says, husbands, love your wives the way Christ loved church. Shucks, y'all. He loved the church enough to die for it. And all you got to do is make me a sandwich. I got to die for you. Every now and then you got to cook me a good dinner. You can't have a headache all the time. Hold up. I'm about to help you, brother. Let me help you, brother. Let me help you. I'm going to help you, wife, understand the signs. If he comes home and he cooks and he cleans the house, he does the homework with the kids, he runs you a nice hot bath. That man trying to tell you something. And just like puppies like to be rewarded with a biscuit, when they do a good job, he wants to be rewarded. Man, y'all, y'all, y'all too quiet. Brothers, you're too quiet. So if you go too many times without rewarding that good behavior, guess what he's going to stop doing? 
why you don't cook no more? Why you don't clean them well? You act like you didn't appreciate it. You ain't saying nothing, but I ain't going nowhere. Brother, am I lying? When we do certain things, don't we want to be rewarded? Just like when you do certain things, wife or mother, you want to be rewarded. You want to feel loved on Mother's Day. Well, if you got a man who's holding you down, you got a blessing every now and then. Let me get back to my paper because y'all ain't saying nothing. Y'all, what kind of Mother's Day sermon is this? I'm trying to help you. Mama, pray for us. And you know what? You know what? When, when God has, or when Mama has God's ear, you can trust her voice. My mother was the one who told me, Lori, that my wife wasn't in Jacksonville. She came to me, and as she would often do, Elder Emma, she would put her hands on my face, and she would get real close. Sometimes the spittle would get on my lips. <laughs> she said, baby, your wife is not in Jacksonville. Go find her. And six months later, I found Lady T. Because I knew I could trust my mother's voice because she had God's ear. Both my siblings, my youngest brother and my baby sister were diagnosed with cancer. And they went to the doctor based upon what God had spoke to the heart of my mother. Mama said, baby, something ain't right in your body. Go get checked out. And because they were obedient to their mother's voice, the cancer was detected early, and now both of them are cancer-free. When a mother has God's ear, you can trust her voice. So mothers, are you praying for your children? Because when a mother prays for her child, heaven hears and speaks the solution. And when you obey the instruction of a mother's voice who has the ear of God, you're going to experience the blessings of God in your life. Come on, somebody, put your hands together and give God praise. I'm going to give you this and I'm going to get out of here. My grandmother, y'all, y'all check this. My grandmother, the late, great Essie M. Jones, was an amazing woman of prayer. She grew up in a very dysfunctional household. And that's probably where I get my little gangster. From, from that side, the trotter side of the family. My grandmother said that her father taught them how to steal. And she said that she used to get a spanking when she would return home having not stolen anything because she knew it was wrong. And then what my great-grandfather would do, he would pit the other children against her and make her feel less than and make them feel that she thought that she was better than them. And she said, she remember as a 14-year-old girl, when I have my own family, we're not going to act like this. When I have my own family, I'm not going to teach my children how to steal, but I'm going to teach my children how to love God. My grandmother married my grandfather at the age of 15. 
from that union they had five children, all five of whom are saved and functioning excellently in ministry, all because a mother stood up and said, my family is going to be different. She stood up and she prayed for her sons and her daughters. As a matter of fact, my grandmother was somewhat of a civil rights activist. You remember the store, A&P? Grocery store. I mean, they were on the out when I was coming in, but I, I vaguely, maybe I just remember the story they told me. But, but at the A&P in Jacksonville on Edgewood Avenue, they had signs over the water fountain that says white only, colored. And as fate would have it, my daddy, who was the baby in the group, he went up and drunk water out of the wrong fountain. And the manager came over to my daddy, who was about four or five years old, and began to lacerate him with his tongue. And, ba and Mama Bear heard the word. And she stepped over to him and said, don't you ever talk to my child like that. She said, baby, drink as much water as you want to drink. And then she lined up his other siblings, and my uncle said, Mama, I don't want no water. He said, drink the water. She said the next week when she went back to A&P to shop, the signs were taken down. What happens when mothers begin to take a stand? There was one mother who stood up and had prayer taken out of the school. There are too many mothers who believe in prayer. Why haven't we gotten together and demanded that they put prayer back in school. Because when prayer left, mass murderers walked in. Mike, I gotta go. I don't want y'all lying. I, I want me to lie on you, because I, I, I want to lie to you. I said I was gonna get you out here early. And Elder Wayne, you said, you said as soon as God starts moving, Bishop, you're gonna extend the time, so I'm gonna stop. Brian, play. What does a mother provide? She provides prayer. She talks to God about her children. Lord, I know he's trifling. Lord, I know she can get on people's nerves the way I used to and still sometimes do. Because sometimes, mother, your greatest fight with your child is your own DNA. Anybody ever experienced getting cursed? When you have a child, they're going to act just like you. I mean, Tiana is the, I mean, just sometimes I look at her just like, but that's me. Talk to God about your child. Someone say prayer. Someone say nurturing. Help cultivate their Christian character. Because they're going to take more faith in what they see you do than what they hear you say. Someone say prayer. Say nurturing. Someone say encouragement. you got to push them into their greatness. My mother, I used to practice my saxophone for hours when I lived at home in the garage. I mean, sometimes 3 o'clock in the morning, I'm in the garage just blowing my horn. And my mother sometimes would come and she would say, baby, stay focused. God's going to do great things in your life. 
she kept me encouraged and she pushed me into my realm of greatness. Someone say prayer. Say nurturing. Say encouragement. Say example. Help show them the way, not only in word, but also in deed. There's a mother here today that came needing to be encouraged, needing to be reminded that you are loved, valued, appreciated, and celebrated. Thank you for having that rock steady kind of love. You know, my wife is amazing because every morning she gets up, she fixes the kids breakfast, she gets them ready, and I mean, she cooks, she don't just, something called cooking breakfast, Captain Crunch and water, or Captain Crunch and milk. You know, I can't even have Captain Crunch and water. Some of you ain't always had milk. Some of y'all grew up in the hood where you had Captain Crunch and fruit, fruit, fruit Loops with water because you ran out. Or you had about this much milk and that much cereal, and you had to add some water. So some of y'all had 2% milk, and you wasn't trying to have it. It was diluted. But she gets up and cooks pancakes. French toast, bacon, sausage, grits and eggs. And I'm like, I like breakfast too. Her love is consistent. Even when I know the kids are getting on her nerves. Because they get no mind. But there's a mother who's here today. I want you to know we love you. We appreciate you. We value who you are. And there are some mothers who are to be. Whether you have them physically or whether one day you choose to adopt. But if you have them physically, please marry before you carry. Because I believe that you don't need every husband, you just need your husband. You don't need every man, you just need your man. And when you get him, treat him right. Come on, man. When you, when you get him, talk to him right. Don't, don't, don't make him feel that you don't need him. Lady T, can get me to do anything she wants me to do. All she has to do is talk to me respectfully, rub my little bald head, and let me know not only that I'm the man, but that I'm her man. But if she's stepping to me, rolling her neck and snapping her fingers, acting more masculine than me than the man in me when you talk louder than me I'm going to have to talk louder to you when you step to me I ain't going to step back I'm going to step to you not in an abusive way but in an assertive way to let you know I'm the husband and if that offends you woman you ain't no wife because God called the husband to be the head of the house you're just the one who turns the head. You're the neck. You don't understand how much influence you have. 
because it was the influence of Eve that turned Adam's head in the direction that God told him not to go. A man's logic plus a woman's intuition creates a good decision. We don't get in trouble until we try to reverse roles. You acting like the dude and I'm acting like the woman. The devil, you, must, you done lost your mind. I don't wear panties. I don't wear panties, I don't wear bras, I don't wear stockings, I wear bloomers. Too much information, Bishop. I'll let you know. And as long as you do it God's way, you will reap the God result. The problem in the church is that we're calling on God, but we're acting like the world. And our life is not working because our life is out of order. Oh, I've talked too much. Y'all ain't saying nothing. I'm good. I'm This is the church of Lord Jesus Christ. We don't act like the world. We don't talk like the world. That's why the church is so anemic in power, because we're acting and looking like the world. If the world and the church are the same, one of them is unnecessary. Come out from among them. Touch not the unclean thing and be separate said the Lord, and then I will receive you to myself. That's the word. Do it God's way. Look at your neighbor, say neighbor. Do it God's way. Y'all ain't looking at your neighbor. Look at your neighbor, say neighbor. Do it God's way. Say thank God for mama. Say thank God for mama. Say thank God for mama. Y'all come on, stand up on your feet, 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 stand up on your feet. That, that wasn't too much for y'all on the Mother's Day, was it? We good? Did I make y'all mad one time or three times? What? Several times. And that's what she said. I can imagine how y'all feel. Y'all good? Did I lie? You do know that leaders who love you tell you the truth, right? I love you. And I would never, I would never allow numbers or offerings to keep me from telling you the truth lovingly and respectfully because I care too much about your soul. I don't just view you as a commodity to be used. I view you as a vessel to be filled with the power of God. That's how I see you. But I want you to see yourself that way. Can I pray for all mothers who are here? Come on, y'all don't be too mad at me. I want to pray for you. Come here. I love you. Come here. Thank you for joining us. Please like our podcast and leave us a five-star review. God bless and have an amazing week.